0: The moment you realized you were mistaking your kids for
1: co-workers Okay, team, I'm uh, taking my 15 now.
0: Taking 15 what?
1: was the moment you knew it was time to get back to work. Let's job it up. At CareerBuilder, our simple, customizable search tool lets you search for part-time, full-time, and even work-from-home jobs so you can find a job that fits your lifestyle. Get started now at CareerBuilder.com
0: It's Lent, so it's appropriate for us to go inward and make this internal journey that we as a church make throughout the world during these 40 days. And two facets of that journey stick out today in the Gospel, and the other readings as well. And the two facets are life and death. Associated with death is sin, associated with life is Jesus Christ. And at times, it's, it's important for us to remember this moment in the Gospels, the transfiguration moment. It's important for us to remember this mountaintop experience of Jesus and his disciples, but also the mountaintop experience in Moriah with Abraham and Isaac. Death, resurrection. The two balance each other during this season of Lent. And this mountaintop experience is a good thing for us to remember during challenging moments of our own lives. Because the mountaintop experience for Jesus was the acknowledgement of his humanity. He knew that eventually this transfiguration would fade and he would come down the mountain with his friends and face the cross. But the transfiguration experience is a reminder to all of us, as well as Jesus, that his experience on the cross would not end his life. And would not end our lives with death. So this transfiguration is a very important, significant moment for us, like a mountaintop experience that we need to bring in our lives all the time. We need to see the experience of hope and life eternal and promise that comes with Jesus. And we're told by the Father, this is my beloved son. This is the one you have to listen to. And while they're having that experience, Moses and Elijah, Elijah representing the second coming and Moses representing the law, are summarized in speaking to the word, the new law, Jesus Christ. And he's arrived. He's here. Now, we all have those experiences in our lives that are horrible, that are depressing, that are filled with illness, sometimes death. But the Christian needs to remember the resurrection experience that Jesus gave us a glimpse of in this transfiguration, this mountain experience, this mountaintop promise. When we're down, we don't think of those things. When we're down, we think of only what's what's before us, and the horrors, and the challenges, and the negativity, but that's why Lent is important for us as people, people who know what sin is, who know what death is, who know what weakness is, but people who are faithful to Christ, who know what life is, life eternal, and hope, and resurrection is. It's good that they come together for us in the scriptures today, and of course it's almost like an epitome of what what the whole Lenten journey is all about the reality of our humanity that often challenges us and takes us down, and the promise of Christ, who in his humanity was glorified so that his disciples knew what they were hoping in eventually. And they had to go back and look at this mountaintop experience when he was on the cross, when he was not with them, when he was being tortured. They had to go back to their mountaintop experience and say, wait, wait a minute, we, tra- we saw him transfigured before us. So we know that the Jesus who's carrying the cross up to Calvary isn't, isn't just Jesus born of Nazareth. This is Jesus who is God as well. And that combination, that incarnation, is our hope. He came and he walked this earth with, with, earth with us. And his transfiguration is our promise over death, over cross, over sin. And I have a question for all of us. Why do we sin? Why sin? Why bother sinning? We have Jesus on our side who gives us life eternal, who gives us promise. And even when we're tempted to give in to it, and look at, look at Abraham and Isaac as an example of temptation to give in to sin. If Abraham had done that, sacrificed his son, as was the custom in those periods, this is about 1800 BC, it was the custom of other societies to sacrifice, to throw their firstborn over the mountaintop, to, to appease the gods. And that, you might say that's a great example of sin. Death. And sacrificial death, like that. Not, not, not martyrdom, that's different. And what happens is, in that experience that Abraham has in willingness to give his son over, and we don't really know how it happened, we don't know if God spoke to him, inspired him, but he knew, and this is the Abraham father of our faith, that we, he knew mm, there's something a little wrong with this. There's something just not right in a person sacrificing his son this way. So the inspiration comes in the scriptures, and the scriptures say... The messenger of the Lord said, Hey, take that hand off that kid. Just the willingness to sacrifice him shows me, God, how how much you, you respect me, how much you, you put me in the centre of your life, and you're willing to give me life over death. You're willing to give me life over sin. So his hand is pushed aside, and Isaac is spared. And that's life. Now you might say, well, why why didn't God the Father do that with his own son? Spare that kid on the cross. Because that kid on the cross is our means of getting to the Father. Jesus totally embracing humanity and totally embracing the sin that is associated with a horrible death and resurrects from it. And that resurrection is our hope. That's our mountaintop experience that we need to have in our heads all the time. He's not dead. He didn't die and stay dead. He conquered death by rising and coming back to us. And that's our mountaintop experience. So, why, with all this, why do we choose to sin? Well, you know the story about Abraham um, Jesus and Satan at the beginning of his journey into the desert. The temptations were there. Even the Son of God was tempted to sin, but didn't. So we have a role model in Jesus, and the fulfillment of that role model will be the transfiguration and ultimately the resurrection. So even he was tempted. And we're tempted. And sin is so dominant in the world. Where is it? It's when we choose evil over good. It's when we choose prejudice. It's when we choose uh, dis- disgraceful behaviors. It's when we choose selfishly. It's when we choose greed. It's, it's when we choose to-, to cut people off from our community, from our lives, because they're not of the same race or same social status, or, and the list goes on. That's sin. And in our humanity, so often, we choose that. Oh, the, obvi- the obvious ones are there. The shooter in Florida. The abusing doctor for the Olympic participants. The abusing parent who hits his child or her child. The obvious ones are there in our paper every day. The person who allows evil to get into his life and allows evil to run. And there are a lot of people out there like that. And we are challenged now to realize sin is there. It's here. But it's up to us to choose life. To choose positive. To choose Jesus. To choose and remember the mountaintop experience. The transfigured Jesus. I I, I can't imagine what his disciples went through after this, and, and he's coming down the mountainside and he's telling them, now, don't tell anybody about this. Were you kidding me? I'd, I'd be running, putting it in the papers. I'd be twiddling, twid- tweeting it and, and putting it on Facebook. Jesus just transfigured. But he says, keep it, keep it down, keep it down until you really know what it really meant. And they only knew what it really meant at the resurrection and when the Holy Spirit inspired them to open their eyes and hearts. And that's why you and I are here now, grateful to these apostles, not only the the three there, but the other apostles, and, and through the ages, so many disciples of Jesus and evangelists who promoted and remembered Jesus and share him with us. We're not on the mountaintop. We're not there. We're here in the depths of the earth. We're living the world and its mystery in our lives each day. But the heart of Jesus is with us. The promise of Jesus is with us. Our transformed Jesus is with us. Focus us focusing us on life over death. On sharing and, and compassion. And telling us to get out of ourselves. Sometimes you hear people say, oh, get over yourself. Well, I'm, I'm asking God to remind us to get out of ourselves. everything is me 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 how I feel I can treat you nasty because I feel nasty I can treat you nasty because I'm uh, I'm upset with work and how my boss treated me I can treat you nasty because someone just just bullied me so I can you see what happens we need to get out of ourselves and get over ourselves and put Jesus in there and remember he was bullied he was spit on they didn't like him from his from the time he was born he had a contract on his life but he knew that and yet he continued to follow the will of the father and he continued to let the will of the father go into his life you know I'm talking about Jesus but you know you, you, you we realize I'm talking about us That if we let the will of God the Father into our lives more and more, we will experience transfiguration. If we let the will of God the Father into our lives, we'll push death aside and sin aside and focus on life eternal, even in the light of physical death. Because we as Christians believe we can pray for the dead and those who are ill. But we pray that they are united eventually with God in the resurrection, eternal life. Transfiguration is a challenge for us to have that mountaintop experience right here, right in front of us every day. Think of how many times we've wanted to curse this one out or cut this one off or get even with this one or do this to that one because he did it to me. Oh, wait a minute, that's sin, that's death, that's Satan. We have Jesus on our side. And Jesus is is right in the center of our hearts offering us this mountaintop experience of hope and positive optimism. And that's the reason we feed the hungry and give drink to the thirsty. It's only minimum, but we do it because we are living in Jesus' transfiguration. We're we're doing it because we believe in Jesus alive with us, and as we give to the poor and forgive and understand one another, we're imitating the Lord and we're entering into our own mountaintop experiences.
1: Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you.